Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. from my favorite place on planet Earth, the Midtown Athletic Club in beautiful Bannockburn, Illinois. Thanks to those who are coming out today. If you're in the neighborhood, stop on by. The doors are open. You can come in. You can eat. You can drink. You can work out. You can take a sauna with Greg Braggs, who's going to be doing that for one hour after the show today. Why don't you come on closer so you're in the camera, my friend. Why are you standing? (laughs) Hey, I'm I'm very excited. He's lurking. He's lurking. I haven't done a live show in a minute. Uh, We are missing our guy Adam Hogue today, but he's getting well, he's getting, he's feeling better, and we're hoping that he'll be back uh, next week. We know he'll be back next week, but we have a special guest to start the show today, Greg, that you were efforting, so I want to let you introduce your guy. That's right. Uh, joining us here today uh, from NFL Network, hey, he produces here for NFL Network, Ben Fennel. Uh, we appreciate you jumping on here to CHGO Bears. Uh, you, you, you took a, a pretty ballsy move here. You're rocking the, the Packers hoodie. You can't really see uh, it for our viewers, but I, ha- I had to expose you a little bit here because uh, that was quite the choice for wardrobe here joining the Bears show. Yeah, I had to break out my dark Packers colors. We're kind of mourning this week, a bit of a funeral. So one last swan song until we turn the page to the uh, the NFL draft and we join the Bears and the Vikings and uh, the rest of the uh, the 28 teams that are looking ahead. Ben, why don't you let Bears fans know what it's like to be in the playoffs and have like <laughs> you actually had a game that you should have won, but you blew it because, you know, I don't know, Jordan Love tried to turn into Brett Favre. It's got to it's hurt for Packers fans these days. It did feel like a Brett Favre type of finish there, but it was a strange playoff appearance for the first time in seemingly 25 years, not having the expectation of making the playoffs. And you somehow find yourself there, you find yourself in the divisional round, and it was just a different viewing experience for Packers Nation and Packers fans to kind of go in without those expectations, but still kind of coming out on top, which I know pains the Vikings and pains the Bears and must pain uh, the rest of the NFC to see the Lions still alive and the NFC North still uh, still hanging around. No, we're not bothered by it. No big deal. <laughs> we, 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 we know the future is bright in Chicago. And we're really not... quick, did you guys say you can eat, drink, and work out there? That's yep. trifecta there, man. I mean, the idea is you come in, you get an amazing workout at the Midtown Athletic Club. I already Club. did that today. Good job. Good you, job, What'd Rick, you yeah. do? 
I, I got my chest chest day in elliptical. Hit the sauna. There, okay. Okay. So there. So there. Braggs goes. You got the beautiful tennis courts. You've got. You've got the boxing. You've got the yoga. You've right. got the cycle. Any tennis. Any, you got the whole thing. And then you take a great sauna. Take a great steam. You feel amazing. Then you come up here to this lovely area, and you have a you have an outstanding food option. You can go for the full burger, or you can get a nice like uh, you know a burger. Re- reduced fat something something to you know lean into the workout. And that's what they do here at Midtown. That it, is quite a little retreat out there. Yeah. I gotta get into yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're welcome anytime. Outdoor pool, <laughs> indoor pool. Got it all here. Ben, we, you were mentioning the NFC North teams and obviously the Bears made a big move and getting Shane Waldron, I know that you've, uh, you have some, some high praise for him and what he can maybe add to this Bears offense. Well, he's one of the unsung Sean McVay disciples out there. It doesn't seemingly get the same credit as all the other ones that are from his coaching tree, but he believes in the same philosophies of having a run game foundation, build a lot of things off play action, never afraid to be creative or unique in his formations or play designs. And you see a lot of exciting explosive plays generated through that offense that I think we saw the last two years with Geno Smith and those litany of weapons on the outside like Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf and uh, Smith and Jigba, but I think Shane Waldron's one of the young, exciting minds that just wasn't roped into the high praise of Shanahan and McVay and, you know, uh, Matt LaFleur and some of those bigger names out there, but Waldron's about to make a name for himself in Chicago. Well, that's exactly why I wanted to bring you on here today, Ben, because, you know, some of your tweets caught my eye where you were talking about his offense, and we're just trying to pick through this and understand the kind of coach we're getting here because, obviously, with Matt Nagy and Luke Getze, the last couple go-arounds for play callers, it hasn't worked out. My concern is uh, you you just said, hey, he wants to run the ball. But from people we talked to in Seattle, it sounds like they abandoned the run last year. Can you explain why there's a bit of a disconnect with some of the national observers who sing high praises for Shane Waldron and why the local media has seen it a different way? Well, I think they had some issues and obviously some deficiencies through injuries throughout the season they had to navigate. They had injuries along the offensive line, both tackle spots. And once Kenneth Walker went down right in the meat of the season, they really lost that identity. They lost that kind of confidence to run the football at will whenever they want and started to veer a little bit more into the true drop back game. And then Geno gets hurt. And next thing you know, you're just patching leaks. Like a lot of teams this season, you're patching leaks and you're playing catch up. The Seahawks offense seemingly couldn't kind of catch their breath through the middle of the season there. But when they were full systems go and everybody was healthy and the systems and the operation, the personnel were all available, I feel like that offense was as exciting as any in the NFL. And now it took a Geno Smith to have a great veteran mind, a strong arm, nowhere to go with the football. It's an advanced type of offensive system. There aren't a lot of easy manufactured throws in that offense, but it's very unique. It's creative and it has a foundation, which should excite Bears fans where coming from the last two systems, as you had mentioned, really didn't have an identity and didn't have a foundation to what they did and believed in. So I think first and foremost, you're going to get a guy that believes in the run game and building through the trenches, uh, whether some of those people are on the roster at the moment or not. So, Ben, it it sounds to me like you think that his offense could be successful with Justin Fields if the Bears go that way and or with Caleb or Drake or whoever they end up drafting to play quarterback. Let's go that route. 
Well, I believe in the scheme and what he's shown me in Seattle. I really like what he's put on the field from the play action concepts, the creativity and the multi tight end sets, the multi receiver sets. He's shown a lot of different ways to generate explosive plays through a foundation. And that gets me excited as a film watcher and a quarterback evaluator to have an identity on an offense. And then let's see what each of these unique quarterbacks can provide and, you know, do to enhance the weapons around you and to maybe make some of those schemes and concepts kind of move down the field. So you're a Packers fan, I'm assuming, correct, with the hoodie you're wearing, or do you just rock all teams? Well, my mom grew up in Green Bay in the 60s, so I grew up a Packers fan most of my life, but as I've started to work in this space over the last 15 years, my allegiance can be bought. I work for the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. I work for networks. Once you start working and treat yourself like a professional, you kind of come off the fandom a little bit. So I do have an allegiance and a soft spot to the Packers, but I wouldn't call myself a fan. See, Ben, I really appreciate you saying that because when I worked in Kansas City, I loved the Royals. I loved the Chiefs. I mean, and, you know, deep in my heart, of course, I had my Chicago allegiance. But you know what? Outwardly, I had no problem because – you know, the wallet. Uh, Let's no, go. Yeah. No, no integrity for car. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so Minimal. that's why that's why I wanted to ask you, Ben, Minimal. because if, if you've got this Packer allegiance to an extent and your family does, I think this is a unique question for Bears fans because we are a divided fan base on what they should do at quarterback. So I want to ask you, if as a, put your Packer fan hat back on for a second. What would you want the Bears to do to keep the edge as a Packer? Mm-hmm. So the first first disclaimer is I don't root against anybody. Even when I was a diehard Packers fan, I don't root against anybody. I want the Chicago Bears to be as good as they can possibly be. And then you beat those best teams in the NFL. I don't root against anybody. So I don't want to see bottom dwelling teams like the Lions or the Browns and teams like that perpetually at the bottom of the division, the conference. I want to see competitiveness and beat those guys and punch them right in the face. So I want to see the Bears get this right. Okay. So the debate from Justin Fields to Caleb Williams is going to march on for the next few months, I suppose, or maybe right around combine time if he does get traded. But it's going to be a really interesting combination because everybody wants jazz music. Everybody wants that perfect combination of structure and improvisation. That's the Patrick Mahomes out there. That's the, hey, he can play in a system, but he can also create outside the system. But you need to ask yourself, what do you want first? And I think with Justin Fields, you got the fastest quarterback in the draft. You got the most explosive athlete. You got the strongest arm several years ago. But can he play quarterback? Can he play within structure? And I think you really have to ask yourself, do I want the quarterback that can execute the system first or do I want that exciting playmaker athlete first? And I feel like Chicago maybe put one cog ahead of the other, taking fields a few years ago and never really took that next step into turning into an NFL quarterback. You know what, Ben? I think one of the things like you bring in Shane Waldron, even if you want to stick with Justin Fields, it would be his third system, right, in four seasons. So that would be something that he would have to overcome. I think we, we would be missing out if uh, we didn't ask you, too, about, you know, you'd like to do a lot of draft stuff, look into some of these prospects, too. Uh, the Bears need some wide receivers. Are there any guys that you'd look at that you know would, regardless of who the quarterback is, if it's Fields, if it's Caleb Williams, it's going to be a guy that's going to elevate that, that offense and help Shane Waldron? Well, I think there's a lot of great complementative parts to DJ Moore, what you already have, which DJ Moore is it. Essentially, that running back playing receiver. He's 5'11", 210 pounds, rocked up, explosive. 
there's some receivers in this draft that look like they're ready to roll on a basketball court. Now, we know the Marvin Harrison Jr. You're probably not going to be able to touch him unless you want him with high draft capital. But the, you know, Brian Thomas Jr., 6'4", from LSU. Troy Franklin at Oregon, 6'3", and can burn down the field. Keon Coleman, 6'4". Yeah. Adonai Mitchell at Texas is 6'4". Tez Walker coming out of North Carolina is a grown man at 6'2", 210 pounds. There are some dudes in this draft at the receiver position that I think these Bears are sick of these 175-pound Tyler Scott and Darnell Mooney. They need some grown men on the outside. They need a compliment to DJ Moore. And I think this draft, maybe not in round one with that first or ninth pick, but day two, early day two, I could see maybe one or two of these receivers finding their way to Chicago. Let me let me nail that down just a little bit more. Let's just say hypothetically, and I don't think this is going to happen, but just for the sheer fun of a hypothetical, Atlanta wants Justin Fields. The Bears decide they were going to draft Caleb Williams. They trade him. The Falcons give the Bears the eighth overall pick. You could get two receivers at eight and nine, or you can trade the eight and nine and move up with whoever, and you can have Marvin. Which one would you do, Ben? I'm probably going to settle at eight and nine. I'm going to take, you know, maybe Brian Thomas Jr. or Keon Coleman there, eight or nine, and try to pair it with a pass rusher. You know, whether that's uh, Liati Latu out of UCLA or Jared Verse is a big bull rushing end from Florida State um, or maybe Dallas Turner. I think those are the three you're considering there. But if you can walk out of eight and nine with Caleb Williams and a receiver and an edge rusher, I think you're laughing there. It'll be a win of the draft day if it goes that way, of course. I don't know about us getting that number eight pick, but I love that hypothetical by me. Great job by me on that hypothetical. Thank you very much. Do you... Do you think Jordan Love is here to stay, Ben? Do you see this being a any chance that we have a one-year wonder up in Green Bay? Obviously, that would be unlikely, but I'm curious what your, what your take on Love is. I think he's here to stay, but that comes with the asterisks of saying this doesn't mean you're just going to have sustained success across the board for the next 15 years. And when you look across the NFL, which I love to do in July and August, there are a lot of exciting starting quarterbacks that he is the franchise. He's the guy. We're not considering anything else. He's the guy. Well, I have news for you. There's only 14 teams that can make the playoffs. Somebody's going to stink. Someone's going to look like Justin Herbert or a Trevor Lawrence type of season or a Joe Burrow and get hurt where you know they're the guy, but the season didn't go as planned. Or maybe even a Jalen Hurts that had a Super Bowl run and then took a huge step back this season. The NFL is so high variance, especially at the quarterback spot. So just when you have a peak, you can have a valley. Now it's up to you whether you want to sensationalize what you're seeing in the moment. If you have one bad week, is he a bad quarterback? Or can you take a step back and evaluate the whole body of work? And that's what makes sports and sports talk and sports debate so great because it's a day-to-day, week-to-week, year-to-year type of evaluation that you can kind of pick and choose that. So if Jordan Love goes 0-16 next year, does he stink? Probably, you know, but, you know, it doesn't discount what he's done this year and his potential and what he can do for that team. And I think they found the right quarterback to kind of lead and command moving forward. Now, will that mean he's going to be 13-4 and next year? I don't know. It's a tough league. It's a very tough position. And it's, uh, you know, it could come and go and he could have success one year and a down year and then right back the next. So not everyone's going to be Brady and Manning and Mahomes and, uh, you know, be on top of the mountain for a decade. Well, Ben, how do the Packers stay on top of that mountain? What do they need going into this next draft to keep them not only at the top of the NFC North, but contending in the NFC? 
Well, I, I'm amazed that they made it this far this season with, you know, a, a journeyman, backup, left tackle, patching, yeah. you know, obviously the defense, some of your stars you expect to be out there, like Jair wasn't available half the season. People forget you spent a first-round pick on Eric Stokes two years ago. Wow, he right. barely played this season. So, you know, a lot of investments in areas didn't come to fruition this year. I think David Bakhtiari was the highest-paid player on the team, didn't play a snap. So they overcame so many things that you can immediately point to and say, well, they need a future left tackle. Oh, yep, they need a corner opposite of Jair uh, if Eric Stokes isn't going to be reliable. They're probably going to need to move on from Darnell Savage. They might need to replace both safeties as they tried to last offseason, too, and keep getting younger on the defensive line. So I know it's so easy to say younger, younger, younger. You only get so much more younger on this team. Uh, yeah, but there's yeah. some pretty obvious areas for this team to improve and get better, particularly behind Aaron Jones, the left tackle spot, and that defensive secondary. So who do you got, Ben, here in the NFC and AFC championship games here this weekend? Uh, I'm of kind of the mindset. I kind of feel like the Lions, are. this is their time, and uh, the Ravens. I, it's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes, but personally I think it might be Ravens-Lions heading to the Super Bowl. So I'm curious to see if you think a NFC North team is going to make it all the way to the dance. I would love to see the Lions. I love what they've built out there, Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell, and just the story and the energy in that building every week is so cool. I think it's going to be Baltimore, San Fran, unfortunately. But I really just want to see some new blood with a Lombardi trophy. I don't want Mahomes to get it again. So I think Lamar deserves it, especially his resume and what he's done in the, in the league so far. I kind of went into the playoffs saying I want Lamar or Josh Allen to get that Lombardi. I think they're deserving of it. And we obviously evaluate these quarterbacks by those championships. I want one of them to get it. Lamar's the last one left. He seems like he's the league MVP. Let's get the Baltimore Ravens a Super Bowl. Ben, we're going to talk about Jim Harwell after you jump off here, but I do want your take here. Did the Bears make a huge mistake in leaning into the bond that is Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles and not looking at a proven winner who was clearly very much wanting to come to the NFL? Collectively, I'll say yes, but they did what I didn't think would be possible. They got somebody to take a lateral job. They got Shane Waldron to go from OC to OC. There was a lot of exciting offensive coordinators in the NFL, and you had to assume they want to be promoted. Somebody had to take a lateral move. Somebody had to get a splash, and I bet they paid him. I don't know what they paid Waldron, but they had to make it worth his while. I'm sure he has associate head coach, you know, label on his business card. So <laughs> I'm excited they got some new offensive blood in there. But Matt Eberflus, I mean, he found himself a head coaching job running cover two in Indianapolis. I just thought they needed some kind of new leadership at the top, a new voice from in that locker room, particularly an offensive voice. Um, but getting Waldron in there, you know, we'll take it and move forward from here. A lot of great insight here, Ben. Yeah, Re really appreciate you coming on here today. It seems like the NFC is going to be one of the toughest divisions in football here going forward. You see it on the screen. Follow him at Ben Fennel underscore NFL two N's two L's. NFL on CBS. I mean, there's actually three N's and three L's if you can include NFL. But. That's true. That's true. 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 That's it. Well, if you're going to go that far, there's Three's four there. because there's oh, an yeah. N in oh, yeah. Ben. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, if you're talking about Ben Fennell's take that, business Lawrence. card Sorry. up against uh, you know, Shane Waldron's, he's, he's got a, a lot on the business card as well. Long time, long time. The NFL on CBS, NFL on Prime. Draft expert, football expert. Ben, we really appreciate you jumping on, my well, friend. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Good luck with your drinking and eating and whatever else you got going on back there. Have Maybe some time. working out. We'll see. We'll thank, see. Thank you. <laughs> appreciate it. Thanks, Ben. ben.
All right, guys. Yeah. Yes, Nick. We got to get into our first uh, beautiful partner here from Ray Chevrolet. The beautiful Ray, partner. Beautiful partner. You call him Ray beautiful? Be- you're beautiful, Greg. Thank you. No, uh, Ray, Ray Chevrolet. Is, Ray, Ray, Ray is a good-looking guy. Ray is good-looking. Uh, yes, He's yes. He's ringing in the guy. new year with the best offers all month long. Make your way to Ray Chevrolet on Route 12 and Fox Lake to join in on the savings and start your Ray resolution as one of the top-selling Chevy dealers in the Midwest. You'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest Chevy inventories. But right now, they're trying to make room for the inbound 2024 models. So all the current inventory it's got to go you guys so plus you can find the best tailgate vehicle at Ray Chevy because they have over 100 new Silverados available with prices starting at $19,495 great deal there or you can take up to a $10,000 off on a new 2023 Silverado and to top it all off they're pricing over 125 vehicles under $20,000 seriously you guys can't get pricing uh, can't be more affordable and you get a free oil change all you gotta do is mention chgo when scheduling your oil change at ray chevrolet in fox lake start your new year off right visit ray chevrolet in fox lake or RayChevrolet.com to start your ray resolution they've been serving the community since 1963 find new roads and we are at my favorite place on earth outside of well shrine arena last night that was amazing uh midtown athletic club and let's go there let's go out in bannockburn they've got four locations Palatine in the northwest suburbs, Willowbrook in the southwest suburbs, and of course the Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park. The nicest health club on the planet. Go check it out or come on out here to Midtown Bannockburn, which is beautiful itself here. The super luxury locker rooms, yoga, boxing, spin, cycling, cross training, group exercise, and the most amazing tennis courts going. They also got the paddle outside. You got the indoor pool, the outdoor pool place is amazing and of course we are here today ch joe bears and the chicago sports podcast which is coming up at 145 right here at midtown bannockburn and if you are here you came complimentary if you are in the neighborhood we're here all afternoon come on by check out the space and the show head over to midtown.com forward slash chgo Midtown Athletic Club. Gotta come out here. I just saw some sweet potato fries go by. Those look pretty Whoa. delicious. What? Well, we got we have massive I mean, I, we got yeah. massive royalty out here. We've got, uh, Gary Ross Gary has made the Ross trip. Hi, Gary. In the, house. The, the, the David Frank Law Group is here, which is all your real estate law needs is in in town. I mean, this is there is there's big time. There's there are big time people here. David Frank Law Group took it on the chin last night with Illinois. That was so beautiful. Ha. We got, right. we, got a, we got a girl over here wearing the Taylor's version shirt as Taylor Swift continues to take over the National Football League, too. I found that to be interesting. That is, that is huge. All right. It's bringing it's two different worlds together, colliding, and, and maybe encompassing in our entire existence. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you, well said, Greg. Yeah, he said encompassing. Uh, uh, that was a big outstanding word. job. All I don't right. think I used it in the proper context. But no, you, most of the big words you used are not used correctly, but that's fine. So that's all right. we're learning. Briggs, I want to talk to you because oh, no. you know when when and you too, Nick, we're all oh, on the show together. But <laughs> thanks. The, 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 okay. the, well, but but the point is that Gregory went over the top, started this off season, screaming from the highest. CHGO mountain that you could find that you wanted Jim Harbaugh I know. to land in Chicago. I know. Come on home. 1987 draft pick. I know. Number four. Yeah. NCAA champion. Yeah. Took the Niners to the Super Bowl. Proven winner. Builds a staff. Builds de- a culture. I'm depressed. Football faith family. Every single thing that uh, about Jim Harbaugh screams winning. Twist the knife. Well, 
We're sticking with the with the flus, baby. Yeah, we're sticking with the flus. And so, how are you feeling? Uh, it's you know, it's bittersweet. I'm not here to hate on Matt Eberflus. He certainly turned the corner mm-hmm. as a defense. You know, and the defense turned a corner as well. I see the vision. Uh, I like the way Ben sold it to me as far as an OC that has a lot of promise taking a lateral move as opposed to a QB coach with no play calling experience taking over for the offense. But as I said at the end of the season, you had a perfect storm handed to you on a silver platter. Right. And I looked at the way when the Cubs broke their 108-year curse and, you know, Theo Epstein just set that all up on a table for you and – all, all of a sudden, Joe Madden falls into your lap. John Lester falls into your lap. Two of the biggest signings in Chicago Cubs history, and they go on to win a World Series a year later. And that was bold. That was bold moves by the Cubs organization, a team that was known for curses and failures. And now we're dealing with quarterback curses here in Chicago and failures. And sometimes you got to do things that aren't in your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I would have gone all in for Jim Harbaugh. I won't pretend otherwise, but I can also rationalize the decision they made to keep Matt and and bring in Shane Waldron. Yeah, I think for me, like – I guess it's the process of how they landed Maddie or stick, stuck with Maddie Reflus because it differs from how they approach the offensive coordinator position. You bring in nine different guys, they were going to go 10 the route with, with Kellen Moore, but that got declined. It seemed like, based off of what Ryan Pohl said at that end of the year press conference, did you talk to Jim Harbaugh's agent? No, I haven't talked to Jim. He's the coach of Michigan. And follow up. So you didn't consider Jim? No, like I said, we're going with Matt, and I gave you the reasons why. If they didn't take that same approach to trying to find the head coach of the football team that they did for the offensive coordinator, it just feels like you're, you're not evaluating the, the whole entire football team in the same lens because you're, you're kind of, I don't want to say settling because they, obviously they believe in Matt Eberflus. They believe in what he's going to do, what he's continuing to do, and that the vision that he, he set the foundation is going to continue to grow here in Chicago. But... If they didn't take that same approach that they did for the offensive coordinator position, with that being such a vital spot on this team, I feel like you are missing out on what what was out there because there was a lot of big name head coaches or big name coaches that you could have maybe brought in. They're and still out to. there. They're still out there. Exactly. Right. So Let's that's where saving. I kind of have. Let's go. We're saving. Let's get him up here. <laughs> yeah. So that's where I'm at with it. He's, so go- me- he's golfing, and and that's the thing. It's like. To me, you know, Matt Eberflus, they talked about continuity in that Mm -hmm. final presser. And so that's what the – if you're going to change the quarterback and you're going to bring in a new offense corner, you're going to get rid of your – all your offensive coaching staff. Complete the reset. If you you did Jim Harbaugh, then both sides of the ball, offense and defense, are are coming in with a new system. Your personnel still gets better, but now everybody's learning a new system. So you can roll over a defense that has a lot of momentum, Montez Sweat. You add another pass rusher. You keep Jalen Johnson in-house. And I do think this defense is going to be very good next year. And so then that will give a margin of error for the offense to kind of learn on the fly, whether it's Justin Fields or Caleb Williams learning a new offensive system. Yeah, but you're trying to give yourself a, a solid landing pad by talking about all that versus just talking about the coach. Let me just read to you uh, Jim Harbaugh. Yes. When I played for the Chargers, the Spanos family could not have been more gracious or more welcoming. Being back here feels like home. 
And it's great to see that those things haven't changed. Imagine him saying that as a Bear. When I was drafted by the Chicago Bears and I got to learn the game of football under the great Mike Ditka right. and, and, and experience Walter Payton and, and run out on old Soldier Field, I've always had a passion for this city, and it, it's unbelievable. He could have been saying something well, like that. Well, that's why he went to Michigan. He wanted to sit in the seat that Bo Schembechler, you know, once sat in. Right, and, and Midwest guy. He's a nostalgic guy in that way. So, yeah, I think he would have fed into that. And then about, you know, just the philosophy of where, where, where he's stepping into with the Chargers. The only job you start at the top is digging a hole. So we know we've got to earn our way. Be better today than yesterday. That's like you, Greg. Be better tomorrow than today. My priorities are faith, family, and football. You're trying to upset me. I and know we what are, you're doing. Listen, and we are going to attack. We are going to attack each with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. Wow. This organization is putting in the work, investing capital, building infrastructure, and doing everything. If he was saying that right now for you, uh, you'd run through a brick wall. You, yeah. you you literally would, would run through a brick wall. I would wall. flip this table. Yeah, you uh, would. So I don't. Would. But so let. I still might. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> so the Bears passed at him. I'm, I'm just want to ask the question here: Who is in charge at Hallis Hall? Who's in charge? Yeah. Like, uh, like you're Kasky, both, you, Warren. Yeah. Who's in charge? You, you both looked at me like I was speaking Chinese. What, Kevin who, Warren. Thank you, Lawrence. You're Kevin welcome. Warren is in charge, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. He's the man. Yes. He's building the stadium. Yes. He's, he's sitting up in, in the box. He's watching. He's got all the football thoughts. So do his wife. Yep. He's giving back money. He's he's doing a zillion good things, right? He loves Chicago. He's yep. t- he's He's... He's... He's Kevin Warren. Right. He's the guy. He's going the boss. To, going to dinner with Brad. Where was he in this? <laughs> where was he in this process? Is what I want to know. Well, I'm, I mean, I, I think he was in the process and in the conversation. Doing what? You know, giving his opinion, but not strong arming his GM to do exactly what he wants. Mm. He's been the president of the Bears for one year. Mm. Maybe even less. So you le- think? So you think that by that statement, you're saying that Warren and Poles were perhaps not aligned? I think there could be a chance of that. I mean, he's if if Warren had been here for ten years and Ryan Poles, you know, was a first second year GM, could Kevin Warren strong arm and say this is what we're doing? He could strong arm him he now. He could have now. He's the president and CEO, man. But when you want to talk about a good working relationship, you got to work together. And if you want, if if you're going to empower your GM as someone you employ, you've got to let him make the decision because that's ultimately his decision. Hey, Ryan. It's Kevin, President CEO office. We talk all the time. You're my guy. I want to at least sit down with Jim. Can you make that happen? I know it's going to be a little tricky for you and Matt and how to navigate that, but I want to, I want to get that done. Yeah, I would have taken that route. Yeah. hundred percent. I don't think there's anything wrong with that because I think you're looking it's to not like the football. Matt would quit yeah, you know, under yeah, that no. circumstance. He or, would would, to- or would he? No, no he wouldn't. No, no. He's the floose. <laughs> he's, he's team guy all day. He's a steward for the franchise. I, I do. I just think it's interesting. Where was Kevin in this process, and the opportunity that was there, which was a rare and one. And we still don't know the we definitive know, exactly, answer of yeah. if we they do, got though. I think no, we no, do. no. I was going to say we don't know the definitive answer of his, Kevin Warren's relationship with Jim Harbaugh. We saw one report that said he didn't get along, but my instinct must be true. It's well, got to be true, right? Because my one, instinct is, one. if they didn't get along, that'd be pretty public. There's very few things about Jim Harbaugh that aren't public. Well, the thing is, too, guys. Like, obviously, when you Again, I don't want to use the word settle, but there there must have been a common denominator how Kevin Warren was viewing Matt Eberflus, how Ryan Poles was viewing Matt Eberflus. And then, again, still, 
even though this this 2023 season had its ups and downs, like they saw it up up close and personal. I think they still thought that that would be the best route for this organization, especially if you weren't even going to consider a guy like Jim Harbaugh. Because we had Brad Spielberger on not too long ago. He had an interesting tweet today, um, Big Cat. He was kind of freaking out about the Jim Harbaugh news. Yep. And he said that Harbaugh to Los Angeles Chargers was a known thing in October. Live free. So, I mean, if that was the case, like... You know, obviously Bears fans can maybe some are going to be upset about Harbaugh going to the Chargers, but it's like. And, and do we know how much he, he's making with the Chargers? I thought I saw something like, about his It was like five-year, $20 million, I heard, was like. Um, five years, $20 million. Yeah, like 20, 20 a year. 20 a year? That's okay, a, both of those are crazy. Four million a year is not Gary's enough. Gary's our insider, 20, so if he's not going to help insane. me out, then what good are you here to <laughs> one time we have you live to not have this information? <laughs> Regardless, I know they're paying a lot of money for Jim Harbaugh, so then that's what happens is it's no guarantee you're going to get him. You want to flirt with Harbaugh, but then if you're going to go all in, you've got to outspend the Los Angeles Chargers, and that's another hurdle to overcome aside from just wanting him. You know, if if Jim had made it clear, you're the only team I'm going to come to. If not, I'm going to Michigan. That's a different leverage play. But if you're battling between the Falcons and the Chargers, now all of a sudden you might get into a bidding war that you're not prepared to get into, you, you know, know similar the to the too. Cubs yeah. with Shohei Otani. you got small – you, you've got uh, – Small-minded thinking right now. I do not. Bear, I would yes, have you do. Pay, I would have paid him whatever he wants. You would have. Yes. Okay. I, so yes. then, why are you trying to give them a pass? Well, they could have. It would have been a betting war, and I don't know if the Bears. Because there's more layers to it. I mean, like no, I can. There is, there is a, there a nuance is, to this there, that you can at least acknowledge. You don't have to agree with it, but you can acknowledge it. Attempt I, to. I, I, I'm not going to attempt to acknowledge all I'm saying. Yes, you would have had to paid the most money and been at the top of the market yeah. for him. That's what it would have taken. But sometimes, like with Shohei Otani, that becomes sometimes too much. I get he's the extreme example, but sometimes the idea of that, you, there's yeah. a limit. You can't just I, I, give oh. him whatever he wants or you're going to give Shohei Otani a billion dollars to play for the Cubs. Give him $2 billion. That's not my money. No, oh, who cares? <laughs> it's not my money. Exactly. You could be right that he just preferred to go out to the Chargers and live – the beautiful California life and he wants to coach Justin Herbert and he doesn't love Justin Fields and or Caleb Williams and or Drake May and he doesn't want to come back to where he started it all and maybe he just doesn't believe in the Bears organization. Mm -hmm. I don't think that that really well, and I, fits. And I also think from the Fields, you know, the, the team Fields perspective, the people that are adamant that Justin Fields should return next year, had they hired Jim Harbaugh, I think that would have been a very good chance of happening. And I see a lot of fans going, oh, who cares? You know, well, if you were one of those people that want Fields to stay, Jim Harbaugh might have been the person that would have made that happen. Especially what they did with, you know, the 49ers, Colin Kaepernick, that run game. And obviously they interviewed Greg Roman, too. He was a part of that as well during that time when the San Francisco 49ers had their, their their domination really back in the day, but obviously that's not the case. And right. now, now Harbaugh's in L. It's going to be fascinating to watch these two teams over the years see where they go with their quarterbacks and you know who becomes more successful. But 
And the other thing, too, Karma, is you can rail against it. I can cry all I want about it. I'm not railing. I'm just asking questions. At the end of the day, how many Super Bowls has Jim Harbaugh won? There's plenty of coaches in the league that can win a Super Bowl, not named Jim Harbaugh. National Championship. I understand that. Been to a Super Bowl. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for my friend Adam. He finally got a national championship with his Michigan Wolverines, and he's a Lions fan living the dream right now. So happy for you, Adam. You're the only person I'm happy for in that regard uh, because I don't want anyone to be happy if I'm not happy. And I'm not happy, Nick. Wow. (laughs) That's selfish. All right. (laughs) Listen, uh, I – it's almost the same thing with the quarterback for me as we wrap this part of the fine show up. I think it's more fun winning with the flus. I'm not a Jim Harbaugh guy. I find him to be annoying. That's true. You I, find, I find him to be irritating. I find him you to You find be, me to be irritating. Right. Right. But, I, but but you have but I think you're you've got a wonderful wonderful heart, Greg, and it just Aww. it just it's, 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 it's a privilege it's for me. It's in there somewhere. It, yes, it's a privilege for me to spend time with you every single day of my life. And every time I go to bed, I say uh, Guy Finley, 999 Super Chat. Bears didn't want to remodel Hallis Hall to get Jim's head and ego through the door. <laughs> Guys, we don't want this circus or its monkeys. Enjoy L.A. That's a good way to wrap up that conversation. That's Thank you, Guy. Chat. Yeah. Look, die great. hard. Die well, hard Finley, by and, the way. And that's fine. And we had to shout out our diehards as well. I don't know if you You know, that I got that. I got that coming up in a second here. Right, but cool. uh, but, cool. but to shout out to, listen, hey, uh, Hey, Ryan, you want to do with your guy, Matt Eberflus. And as much as I just brought up all the, the pain of not going on to Jim Harbaugh, just looking right in the camera right at you, I'm with you. You and the Flus are going to do this. Come hell or high water, you're going to be the two that get us so. to the promised land. All right. It's a good pep talk. It's a good pep talk. Nick doesn't buy it. All right, DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> is the official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs. It's bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying new customers. If you bet five bucks on any game, you get two hundred instantly in bonus bets. Who are you taking this weekend? Anybody? Anybody rolling with Detroit? Minus seven. I'm rolling with Getting Detroit. I'm rolling with Detroit. Okay. I like the Lions. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code CHGO. New customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code CHGO. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8HOPE-NY or visit or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help us available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. Baffa Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. That's right. Ooh. Live at Midtown Athletic Club. We got matching Walter Payton jersey. Yes. Oh, yes. Go. Let's go. Everybody's yes. enjoying yes. their food. I might have to grab one of those fries off that plate here shortly. Yeah, I saw that guy, Jim, I'm eyeballing it. Yeah, I'm eyeballing it. Yeah. Uh, but I also want to give a shout-out to our guys over at Game Time. Make sure you use the code CHGO for $20 off. Uh, Last-minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals. They've got it all. It's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Views from all seats in the venue. They've got a good seating map where you can get not just the section but a sp- the specific seat mm-hmm. and be able to see with their virtual map what it'll look like uh, from your seat. I'm taking my daughter here on Saturday to the United Center uh, for Disney on Ice so she can get the full Frozen Elsa experience and I went through game time to get those tickets.
tickets, lowest price guaranteed, event cancellation protection, uh, and and job loss protection. So they're looking out for you. Uh, and and you just game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, and even an hour after it starts. So if you're looking for the best deals, that's where you're going to get them right at the last second, or even after. That's that's uh, secondary markets typically don't offer that. It's the place to find last minute seats. Uh, again, find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. With Zone Deals, you pick the section and Game Time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. And a Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. And they're always up front with what their price is. You know, mm-hmm. some of these other markets, they, they bait and switch you, show you this low price. And then after uh, 10 more windows and service charges later, you're playing three times more what the ticket is. So download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CHGO for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price Guaranteed. So tomorrow morning, Nicholas Moriano is headed out to the Shrine Bowl. Frisco, Texas. Oh. Frisco, Texas. Yeah. You're going to Frisco? I'm going oh. to Frisco. Oh, Where is Good the, things, Lawrence. Good things. I mean, it's the uh, new center of the sports universe. I believe like every college, uh, every conference is like located down there now. Oh. You got your Torchy's Tacos if needed. You got some barbecue, okay. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Torchy's Tacos right, is delicious. Uh, Give me the queso. Uh, all right. So Where is the Shrine Bowl? Where is it? Like what state? Frisco. It's just Frisco? it's in the Metroplex we, we, in outside Dallas. Uh, okay. Frisco. I didn't know what Frisco is. I thought I you were said, talking about San Francisco. I said Frisco, Texas. <laughs> oh, you said Texas. I did. Well, yeah. I wasn't listening that's, to you. It's all, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I didn't no problem. Know that was my job. No, no problem. I'm to listen no, to you? no problem. It, it, you'll, you're, you're, you're. I do the same thing. <laughs> so it's fine. All right. Tell me. So who you, who are you excited to see here, Nick? What's on the docket? I know you're a very prepared man. Who are you eyeing for the Bears and just wanting to watch in general? Yeah. So first off, there's going to be a lot of guys there on even day one, right when I get there, that have either played against. Caleb Williams in terms of uh, just some cornerbacks I want to talk to. And then also a lot of his teammates are going to be there at the Shrine Bowl. So I'm looking forward to having those interviews. But in terms of just the the practices that I'll be there watching in person, one of the guys, and look, the Bears can always look to add guys on the interior defensive line, especially with Justin Jones, his contract's expiring. And, you know, Billings being an older guy, but he played well last season. A guy, Leonard Taylor from Miami, you guys, Interior defensive lineman. He didn't play a lot of three-tech, but I think he's definitely capable of it. When I was watching his games, the get-off is there, something that you want to have if you're going to have a dominant um, three-tech position. But a guy that when you talk to the, the, the Shrine Bowl director, Eric Galacco, he said this guy could be a first-round talent. So anytime you get that level of play in one of these kind of um, all-star games, you're going to be highlighting them. Another guy, and I want to see – Mark, if this name, if, if, if you know him, Malik Washington. Of course I know Malik okay. Washington, the former Wildcat transfer to Virginia. Little undersized, but has some speed, and he's, he's, he's blown up at Virginia. Yeah, he definitely has. And that it probably goes against the, the model type of wide receiver that the Bears want to have, one of the bigger guys. But productive, can run all the routes, and he's just really tough, you guys. Oh, it, whether on. We're going to get another small guy? Come on. 
Yeah, Stop but it. they just need guys that will Stop catch it. the ball. They need guys yeah. that will catch the okay. ball. But he's something I'm going to be looking forward to watching, especially in the one-on-ones. And he did lead the FBS in receptions and don't, fourth in receiving yards. Don't listen to Lawrence dogging Malik <laughs> Washington. Let's draft another 5'8 receiver. Cool. That's that's really worked out so well for us. The there's there's going to be some big guys, too. I think there's going to be more of those bigger wide receivers in the senior bowl, which I'll also be going to. Yep. But a guy that I'm going to be highlighting and watching uh, throughout my time in Frisco, Texas. And then Jatavion Sanders. Tyreek Hill's 5'10". Keep going. It's true. He is. He's very so good, too. Very good. Are you good at football? Draft Lawrence. Yeah, draft, draft Lawrence. Uh, Jatavion Sanders, he is the tight end from Texas. And this is a guy, look, if you're looking to complement what Cole Komet can do is that inline tight end, Jatavion's going to be more of that receiving, receiving threat. He was, look, most targets without a drop, 67 in Texas, had 45 or 7, 682 yards. He gets a lot of yards after the catch. If you're asking him to block, that's probably not the best way to utilize him, but he is a guy that will stretch the field vertically. And if you're just looking at different types of weapons, whether it's Justin Fields or Caleb Williams or whoever is a quarterback in 2024, that's going to be another guy that I'm looking forward to watching because he really runs like a big wide receiver, but he is he is a tight end. And if he can just work a little bit on his blocking, then you get a guy that can really be just a threat in the run game, can obviously stretch you vertically, but is somebody that could definitely help a football team in 2024. Biggest need for the Chicago Bears to come out of this draft with? I think you need to address the center position. Um, if they're not going to go that the free agency route, like you need to come away with a center that's going to be not just there to you know help the 2024 season, but someone that you can have there long term. Um, there were too many plays last season where plays were there to be made. Receivers were open. Uh, whether it's Lucas Patrick or maybe Dan Feeney at times, it, the, the line just didn't hold up. So if you're looking to really come out of this draft with, with somebody just stabilizing the interior of that offensive line, like I'm looking at centers being one of those, those high-priority positions. Well, until we can move up into the second round, whether it's with a trade back of our early picks or a trade of Justin Fields and jumping into the second round potentially, like how can you trust a third-round center or later yeah. – to be your starting center. That's kind of where I, you know, I, I want them to draft a center, but can I trust him to be ready? Mm-hmm. And we've had enough problems at the center position sure. the last few years. It, it's, um, I would, look, if I'm going to invest in that position, you want to do it. I, I'm not looking at round three. Obviously, they need to get a day two, that, that round two pick first if they want to try to get somebody in that range. Because there's but been a lot of good round two centers sure. here in the last couple of years. And you know what? Uh, at the Senior Bowl, Jim Dre, the tight ends coach, he'll be coaching the national team offensive lineman. Jackson Powers Johnson, the Oregon offensive lineman, he's going to be there. And last time the Bears had an up-close look at, at some of those guys at the Senior Bowl, they got Darnell Wright yep. and with Luke Getze being there. So I think that's going to be a great opportunity for the Bears to really look at some of these these top seniors in the country in, in, in Mobile, Alabama, to really look to solidify that position. So with Jackson Powers Johnson, I've started my slander campaign of the early wide receivers on Twitter, and we're making a lot of jokes like they hate puppies, they put ketchup on their hot dogs, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody came in the comments and said, Jackson Powers Johnson hates puppies, and oh. his mom came into the comments and was like, not the puppies. So <laughs> we're already in her ear, future bear. Okay. Jackson Powers Johnson making some headway with Mama Mama Powers is, Johnson. Is there literally anything in your life that can bring you more joy than when your stupid things on Twitter gets all <laughs> the way to, to a player's mother? Nothing. 
Nothing. You're, you're being talked about at the Powers Johnson dinner yes. table. Yep. There's yep. some guy on Twitter. His name's Greg Braggs. He works for something <laughs> called CHGO. We're, 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 if, we're, the family, if their family is down there. sabotaging his draft stock. <laughs> if they're there in Mobile, I'm so going to bring you yeah, up. Yeah, bring gonna, it up. Bring it up. We, we, we had a nice little exchange. I, I want to re-ask the question, though, or at least quibble with you guys. You really don't think that center of all the things Gary I, Ross, the Bears need. I would say wide receiver. Okay. That's my answer. Think of we, right now, with, with Darnell Mooney on the oh. way out, yeah, of course they need a center. Um, but I would say wide receiver. When you've got Shane Waldron coming in and you look at the wide receivers they had, Ben Fennell just pointed out, you know, the type of wide receivers he thinks would fit well in this offense. Right now you just have DJ Moore. Tyler Scott, you know, uh, he's a development guy here over the next couple years. See how he can – if he can develop into a Johnny Knox type, I think that's the kind of wide receiver I see in him. But we didn't see much from him this season, and I'm not going into next year depending on anything from him other than to continue continue to develop. So right now you just have DJ Moore, Valus Jones. I don't know if he's going to make this team next year. So I'm stockpiling. If you look at the Green Bay Packers and how they attacked the wide receiver position in the draft the last two years. Made around guys, though, for right. this past Ex- draft, Exactly, too. but that's what I'm saying. So if you want to take one at nine, I'd take one at nine, but I'm going to double and triple down in the middle rounds in the back end and try to just bolster up that room with some young talents. I mean, we're, um, we're picking nits here, but they need the other edge too. That's obvious. Somebody's got to play outside, of, uh, opposite of Montez, Montez but, yeah. right? I mean, but and those are harder to find. So if I told you that you found that and you didn't necessarily hit on the wide receiver, that would. Uh, it, I mean, you, you, so you'd rather have the wide receiver. I'd, I'd rather have the wide receiver over the it. edge player because okay. that defense was generating some pressure. But that's still going to be a, a need that needs to be solidified because they kind of had a rotating door. You're not going to have. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe back most likely his his deal is going to be up and then you have you know you had Demarcus Walker out there towards the end of the season and he's a versatile guy but you know that that defense collectively they have some playmakers on there so if they don't necessarily get the stud edge rusher but they do get the a guy at wide receiver opposite DJ Moore I think Bears fans are going to be feeling a lot better about themselves um, with how Ryan Poles approached this draft all right Nick go on record right now Oh boy! At twelve fifty on oh January the twenty fifth, mm-hmm. with new live at Midtown, live at Midtown, live at Midtown, Club, live at Midtown Athletic Club with our new diehards Cole and Eric and Brock and Brian, who all came flying in nice. yesterday. Big and, and this morning, and this morning, Big C, the Big E, the Super B, <laughs> and the Stud B. There we go. And the Cole, Stud B. That's right. Cole, Eric, Brock, and Brian. Thank you so much. Become a dyer at allchgo.com. Discounts on all our merchandise. Discounts on all our events. Unbelievable content that we keep behind the is paywall. Is she done with those fries? I mean, what is going on here? Can I have a fry? I mean, what is going on? You're begging for fries? I want a fry. I'm hungry. <laughs> we're, we're, there's a happy hour at 3. Yeah, thank you. Uh, uh, there we go. Oh I got a fry. These people came out to watch the show. The show. I'm, I, I see the fries over there. I can't take my eyes off it. I can't take Need my some fries off of you. Yeah, it's good. Okay. It's right. very good. Yeah, they, have, they have excellent they fries. They got food. They, yeah. got no, they, got they got it all. They got it all here. Thank you for the fry. Shout out. I, Shout I mean, out to I, the I, table I, on the I left. I would recommend for you the acai berry smoothie. Acai, acai bowl. Yeah, acai bowl. Those are good. I called it the acai bowl once. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs>
Okay. <laughs> Wasn't there a question you were going to ask me? There was. Yeah, I know. He, he didn't ask the question. I, like, I had to get a fry. I, I completely forgot the question. It, I, I, um, my it's about apologies. the diehards, right? No, it was not about the diehards. I, wa- I, I wanted to shout he out the diehards. He used that as a preface, and then it just started <laughs> going And then it disappeared uh, into the ether. Yeah, it, 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 that it, happens sometimes Just like that show. French fry in your mouth. It, <laughs> somehow I got distracted there. But the, the, point, the, the point is this. What is the point? You don't yes. know the point. You're just <laughs> going to come up with one right Get to the point. Let's make it up on the spot. I've got a great point somewhere inside of me. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's about we'll to find emerge. It. Uh, the, the point is this: we have a happy hour coming up at three. Yep. So you, we're gonna. Be, there's the CHGO Sports Podcast at one forty-five. Yep. yep. Midtown Bannockburn is an amazing place to come to. You can search it uh, and use our use the forward slash CHGO. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a membership. Gotta do it. And when the Bears, when Nick is down at the Shrine Bowl. I want you to come away with one guy. I want you to find the Puka Nakua. Ooh, oh, I like us, that, yeah. Find us Puka. That's your, can you, can you find Puka? I, I mean, find Puka. The thing is, is you talked about Puka Nakua last Hoke year. Had, I did, yeah. Hoke had you Puka. Guys both, you guys both talked about him. It's just a matter of you also getting in the ear of Gotta Ryan Poles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bears room. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and then we also had some news come out. Per Gary Ross, per Jonathan Jones uh, via Twitter. Shout out, Gary. <laughs> the Bears requested permission to interview Bill's assistant head coach, de- defensive line coach, Eric Washington, for their defensive coordinator position. He previously coached in Chicago. Buffalo's produced 54 sacks this year and is consistently one of the NFL's best, per Jonathan Jones, per Gary Ross. That's an underrated thing, too, just a defensive coordinator position. Who's going to be – one, I – Regardless of who they bring in, I still think Eberflus is calling plays. Like, I just think that he has really liked that role and what he's been able to do to just control the defense. And if it was a guy like Chris Harris, who's also reported to... Uh, I'm rooting for Chris. Yeah, I, love I Chris. think that would be a good yeah. move for him Please, in his career just to home. learn. The and man. Yeah, that, I think that would be a, you know, a nice move for him. But, yeah, I think regardless of who they bring in, I just feel like Flus loved calling plays, loved mm-hmm. being in command of what was going on. And... We saw the turnaround that the Bears had when he was uh, the play caller there. It's it's what he has been best at yeah. in, as the Bears head coach is transforming the defense. He looked incredibly engaged. Mm-hmm. Matt, I'm going to look in the camera for you. Don't take that away from yourself. That's what you're good at. You distingu- got a head coach job. Yeah, you distinguished yourself doing that this year once Alan Williams left the building in mysterious circumstances. You mm-hmm. did a great job. Work with somebody who or hire somebody who's going to work with you as the play caller. That's what I would be doing. Now, I suppose the way he's looking at it, if I get some elite guy who I I completely trust, I'd be willing to give it up. But I I would hope that uh, he would lean into one of his, his, his true talents. That's right. Compliment. Compliment what he's been doing. I think that's how he'll approach it. Yeah. All right, well, team. Gary. We got some super chats. We got some super chats. We got some super chats. Get over here, Gary. I need you. Gary, you're oh, Gary, yeah. Gary on the show? Gary's on the show. Yes. Get over here. It's a big moment for Gary. <laughs> oh, we yeah. Got Br- <clears throat> Brandon Halford, any chance Rivera comes to, to, to be the D.C.? Rumor has it he's interviewing. Uh, I think Flus would give up play calling for him. Love the show, fellas. Uh, Gary, uh, get over here. You're going to put your headset on. You're going to answer this super chat. First <laughs> time, awesome. our guy, Dar- Gary Ross. Die Hard, the Die Hard of all Die Hard. What's hearts. up, Gary? What's up, boys? Appreciate you coming on here. <laughs> we got your mic right. Thank you, right. We got the Die Hard in the house. This is our ninja. This is our senior <laughs> analyst at CHGO Sports. He always keeps us up to date. So, yeah, Brandon Halford wants to know, will 
Ron Rivera become a defensive coordinator? Is that is that feasible? There's a chance. I mean, right now the Eagles interviewed him the other day, but Fangio's about to sign there. That's okay. been reported by Schefter and other guys. I know there were okay. some links to Harbaugh last night for Fangio coming back to the Chargers, but right now Jesse Martin's probably going with the Chargers okay. as defensive coordinator with Harbaugh. So right now Ron's probably looking elsewhere. Okay. And, be an uh, incredibly romantic story bringing Ron Rivera back to the Bears. Yeah, the oh, we love yeah. Riverboat Ron. I, I think Ron's going to want to call plays, though. So back yeah, to what you guys were just I saying, agree. I don't think there's a shot with Flues calling plays that Ron comes we'll, here. We'll let Ron call plays. I'll take back everything I just said. <laughs> you right. can let Ron Rivera what, call plays. What else plays. we got, Lawrence, for Gary here? Any more questions here? Up. Orange and blue blood, Brett, $10 super chat. The three Musketeers, now four. <laughs> Thank you for all you do to keep us in the loop. You guys rock. Thank you. We appreciate, appreciate you. It. Orange and blue blood, Brett. Uh, Jaden B448, 999 super chat. This is Hoag's medicine money. Somebody get that man some Dayquil. I mean, he's battling. He, he's battling. You know, Gary, he didn't miss today. No, to, I know. know. He, I love Hoag. There, there, there's no <laughs> hard feelings. He's here, you know, in spirit. We we wish him well. We hope you get better here soon. Yeah, I finally remember what I got. Keep going with the super what chat. What do you got? That's it. That's well, the final super I, chat. It's coming up on the CH Joe Sports Podcast at 145. But our very own Casey Standahar had the most amazing accomplishment in sports, broadcasting, social media, Uh-oh. media history. She was working at DePaul last night, and she got to go out there on the court and was the bowl thrower to the Red Panda. Yeah. If anybody's been, ever been to a game. You this is an iconic moment. It's Are a, you kidding me? It was me? everywhere, she, Greg. She, it was amazing. She I saw threw it. the balls to the Red Panda, and the mm-hmm. Red Panda... Not because of Casey, but apparently Red Panda did not complete the sixth bowl. And and Casey threw the bowls to her perfectly, but Red Panda failed. And Casey oh my was there to console Red Panda afterwards. And I don't think that anybody, clearly not you, maybe Nick, not myself, has ever accomplished anything in their media career <laughs> more than no. Casey was the bowl throw for Red that's Panda. That's awesome. a pinnacle moment. I yeah, mean, that's that an is... iconic sports Top five, top five halftime act of all time. Ever. Yeah. Top three. It's, it's top number, three. who's over? Who's I, I over mean, Red I put Panda? Her, I was just trying to be respectful. I would put her one. <laughs> Who do you got? I mean, Red Panda's number one. Red, There's yeah. no question. So be involved in that hat. It's amazing. Red Panda is is is, is Gary, so good. And, get, and Standahar was there. In the, in, I, I just needed Gary, to Gary, for out. the draft party, can we get you to try to do the Red Panda you know, <laughs> <Yes>. trick? <laughs> sure. I'll throw I, you I, the bowls. Yeah. I'll work on it. Okay. All right. We'll That'd work on that till the draft. That'll be oh, our combine oh, workout. What do we do? You got your fries here. See, this is when you beg for food. Look at what <laughs> happens you're, here. You're, look, you're at, a, look at this. We got sweet potato fries. You're a vile We got person. regular fries. What do you mean vile? You act like you're not going to have a fry. No, of course too. I on. am. But Definitely. come on. Okay. okay. Yeah. Have a fry, Thank buddy. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything more for Gary? I'll take a friend. You'll take you a friend. Everyone will take a friend. Okay. Gary Ross is the man. We appreciate him coming out here nope. to Midtown Athletic Club Yay. in Bannockbrook. Appreciate everybody here uh, hanging out as well and enjoying mm. the show. Uh, it's been a fun day. Yeah. It's been a fun day. Thank you to Ben Fennel for jumping on, Gary. Yep. Thanks for supporting Our as guy. always. Thank you, boys. Nick, it was great to be with Become you. Become a diehard. Hang out with Gary in the Discord. 
doing watch-alongs, doing die-hard OTs. Allchgo.com. We greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate the support, and we give you the value back 10 times over. At least we try to. So thank you for that. We're back at 145 with the CHGO Sports Podcast. Thank you for watching CHGO Bears. Bear down. (laughs) Woo!